Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports any way that he can. It's Mike Francis on. And we come to you on this Friday evening, uh, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, as always, brought to you by those who drink it. So uh, good evening, everybody, on this 27th day of March. One day seems like the next. Tomorrow's a weekend, but who knows? It seems like every other day, uh, especially if it rains, because you can't even go out and play a little golf tomorrow. If it's going to rain, it's supposed to rain a lot this weekend. Uh, so, hey, just have to, uh, a lot of people out there walking around today, but hey, that's, what are you going to do? That's what everybody's doing out walking around as we uh, continue to knock these days off the calendar, uh, head into a new month uh, in a couple of days into April. Uh, we just come out of the strangest March we've ever been in, and we go into the strangest April we've ever been. And you just heard Bob talk about the players and the uh, owners reaching stipulations, and really what they reached were common sense guidelines. We're not coming back until... The doctors say it's okay. We're not coming back until the country's opened up to travel. We're not coming back until the country's opened up to social gatherings. Okay, uh, we'll we'll play the World Series in November. We'll play the season into October. We'll play as many games as we can. We're okay with double headers. We're okay with neutral sites. We're going to be pliable. We'll you know lift the game qualifications where we'll play extra games in a row, you know, uh, you know that they need a day off mandated every, uh, every, I think it's 17 days and they need a day off, but they'll waive that. Um, there'll probably be no all-star break. Uh, maybe they'll play, just take one day and go play the all-star game. Uh, they'll play the all-star game, but they won't have a whole week off or five days off. Um, so they're ready to go. They're going to have a season. When? Who knows? I mean, someone asked me logically, and again, I said it, I guess, a little more than two weeks ago. I would have at that time shut the country down for three full weeks with a target date to open it up on the 6th of April, but that was only if you were going to do round-the-clock testing. 
I mean round-the-clock, mandated, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, National Guard, military testing to get everybody tested in this country. And if you listen to these doctors who know what they're talking about, the doctors who are, are expert at this stuff, they are telling you that this does not change until we have tested the population and they can get a handle on the data. So another guy today from Vanderbilt, who was a doctor who does extensive work with the CDC, he was on TV this morning, can't remember his name, and he said, hey, we do not have data that gives us a handle on the movement and the severity of this virus in our country. Listen to these guys. They spent their whole lives on this stuff. They all tell you the same thing. You have to test and separate. Otherwise, you cannot control this thing. And to just open it up arbitrarily is not going to work. Not when people who are not infected in any way but are carrying the virus can infect 100 people by themselves. You can't open the subways back up. You do that too early, it's a disaster. You open trains back up, it's too easy. And if you open one area up and say, oh, this area doesn't have a lot of it, well, they'll have a lot of it soon because people will go running into that area. People were, when they closed New York, people flooded at it. They flew out of New York. They, they drove to the Hamptons. They got on planes and hit Florida, and Florida said, oh, no, 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 we don't want you down here. I thought of doing the same thing. I have house in Palm Beach. I said to the docs, that I know up here, my doctors, and I said, you want me down there? You want you up here? They said, we want you up here. I said, okay. I said, stay here. God forbid you stay here. I said, okay. So I stayed here. Palm, as it is now, Palm Beach is closed down tighter than we are. One of my golf courses is still open to walk and play. You can't, Use carts, but you can walk. The club is closed, but the golf course is open. Down there, all our golf courses are completely closed. Every everything in Palm Beach is closed. So I mean, that's the idea. If you are going to open up one area, you're going to just send people who are infected right into that area. Before long, you're going to have cases in that area. This is not something you got to listen to these guys on this stuff. And to me, ratchet up the testing for two solid weeks. Stop movement completely. Do it today. Use some common sense. We, I, we just haven't attacked this thing properly. I just, uh, listen, it's not an easy thing, and no one's saying it's an easy thing. It's not. But until we get a handle on it, I mean, it has exploded. We have 100,000 cases now. We're over 100,000 as we speak. Over 100,000 cases. When we talked about this in the beginning, what were there, 10 cases, 13 cases? Now 100,000 cases in our country. And there'll be 110 tomorrow. There'll be 120 on Sunday. There'll be 140 on Tuesday. And on and on and on. Now eventually it's going to go down. I don't know when, but it's eventually going to go down. If, but until it starts going down and measurably going down, I mean, you hear what's going on. You know, there's a divide here 
and we're in the middle of it, so we're seeing both sides of it. We're watching the, the press conferences in Washington, and they're saying, we're doing well, we're doing great, everything's good, and then you turn on the 11 o'clock news here, and they're building a morgue in the, in, in the parking lot of the hospital in Queens. And 13 people died here in one day. And you got the governor on there saying, I need 30,000 ventilators now. And, I, and listen, I pick up the phone and ask doctors who work in these hospitals. I asked them. I said, they said, it is a disaster. And I trust these guys. I know these men. I know them for a long time. And I said to them, tell me what's going on in the hospital. They said, crazy, crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I'm making this stuff up. Now, a lot of us have stayed out of it, thankfully, and, you know, but I've heard of three people at FAN who have it already. I mean, people have mentioned that, that there's people who have gotten it there. So they've kind of, you know, have everyone doing the shows from wherever. You can talk to anybody and you hear of somebody who has it now. You see world leaders who have it. Prince Charles has it. Prime ministers have it. So, again, no one wants us to get back to normal more than me. I mean, we all want to do that. I mean, we've all had enough of this. Long had enough of this. But... To not do it right doesn't make sense. And to me, you take these doctors, these gifted doctors, and listen to them because they know what they're talking about. And they all say the same thing. Until we do extensive testing, we can't get our arms around the data and get our arms around this thing. And we just keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best, hope that the weather's going to kill it. But you know what? I'm looking at the temperatures for the next 10 days. I see 50s. That's not going to do it. We need 75. It's not going to be 75 for another month and a half. You know how it is here in April, and even early May is not that warm here anymore. Next 10 days here. 49 tomorrow, 55, 64, 51, 51, 57, 55, 53, 55. It's not warm enough. We need to be in the 70s. And even in the 70s, we're at 70 degrees, we're still getting it. Palm Beach, it's 80, they have it. They have 2,000 cases in Florida. It's 80 degrees in Florida. They have 2,000-something cases. I can tell you what they have up to the minute. I get a report from, from Florida. From where I live in Florida, they put out a report every day. Florida has 2,900 confirmed cases as of this morning, 2,765 positive cases of Florida residents, 135 cases of non-Florida residents, 35 deaths. That was as of this morning in the state of Florida, 2,900 cases. When I asked, when I asked the doctors, should I be here or in Florida, there were nine cases in the state of Florida. As I said to the docs, I said, Doc, there's a lot of cases here and they're predicting a lot of cases here. 
There's nine cases in the state of Florida. He said to me, Florida will catch up. Florida now has 3,000 cases. So that's, what, a week ago? Eight days ago? Whatever it was. Not even sure exactly. But that's what he said to me. Florida will catch up. They've caught up to... New Jersey's caught up. I mean, no one's caught up to us in overall numbers. We've done an incredible amount of testing. We have a million people all jammed in, so we have more. We know that. We know that. And I feel for what I'm watching on TV. I feel for the cops who've got it. I feel for the people who were doctors and nurses, and God bless the nurses, and the people who are working every day with the sick and have got it. I feel for you. You know, I, I, I... Protect yourselves, please. I watch. I turn on Andrew Cuomo every day at 11.30. Watch him. President's on right now, so I turn him on when I can. Watch him. Bottom line is, Cuomo tells us every day, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to get worse before it gets better. He says, someday I'm going to come in here and tell you it's gotten better, but it hasn't happened yet. Just saw the the governor of New Jersey just say it's going to get worse before it gets better. The doctors that I pay attention to say the curve in New York will reach an apex in the next 10 to 14 days. That's their projection. So we're just going to have to wait and watch and pray and hope and just keep doing what you're doing. Stay safe. Stay sane, take care of your family, and we'll all get through this. Now, let me remind you that um, you've probably seen the schedule for the fan this weekend. It's a different one than normal. They've asked me to, uh, to work, so I will work Sunday from 9 until 1 on the fan and on the uh, CBS on CBS Radio Sports, nationally, on the fan. So I will be there 9 to 1 on Sunday morning. So we will see you then. I feel for the folks who usually are doing their shows now, doing them right now. I hope things change in a short amount of time. These are crazy times. We all understand that. Everybody's just trying to do the best they can do. So they ask you to pitch in, you pitch in. So I'll see you Sunday at 9, 9 to 1, on the fan and on CBS Sports Radio, which I've, in all these years I've never been part of the radio. I was not, from the day they started, I was not, you know, someone, I was not in the picture. I did not have anything to do with it. I've never been on it. So this will be the first time I've ever been on the, uh, CBS Radio Sports ever in my whole life. I don't know how many years it's been on. It's been on seven or eight years, I think, but I've never been on. It's been the first time ever. And I will be on the fan, which I think I've been on a few times in my life. A few million. How many times do you think I've been on the fan? Let's see. Pretty much every day since 1987 or uh, 88. It's 2020. It's a long time. 
a very, very long time back after this. What was she working at Jackhammer when she taped that PSA? I mean, my God, what, what, what was that? What was the noise? I mean, would they go to a construction site to tape that? I mean, I couldn't even, you couldn't even hear. I mean, nice sentiment, but I mean, you, how noisy was that? Was that PSA? I mean, that's crazy. But listen, do what she said. We all know what to do. Stay home. I mean, how many times have you heard the same thing now? Stay home. Wash your hands. You know, don't, you know, come within six feet of anybody else except the people, I mean, the people you live with. That's just, you know, that's already, you know, if they have it, you have it. You already know that. Your wife and kids, that's the way it is. But uh, other than that, if you just stay to yourself right now, I know it's not easy. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy time. It really is. And, you know, you think about all the other things that, that go on that are normal, that have been discontinued now. I mean, think of all the different things. I mean, I could run through so many of them, but you, but you think about it. Really, uh, it's, it, it, is, it is unbelievable, you know? Someone sent me that I did 30,000, over, 30, over 7,000 shows. Oh, yeah, Definitely. Definitely more than 35. Yeah, yeah. Definitely more than 7,000 shows. Absolutely. You know, let, let, let's say for argument's sake, um, 7,500 shows. Um, we'll say average show four hours. Okay, so... Just average shows four hours. So that's uh, almost two million minutes. A hundred, oh, over 110 million seconds on the air. Some, just over, somewhere around over 110 million seconds of being on the fan. That's a long time. It is a very long time. And, you know, you think, like I said, you think of all the different things that have become just commonplace. Like if you sit down for a second and think of five things that you always do in a week, whether it's get a newspaper or people who right now don't have, you know, thoroughbred racing who are racing fans or how long it's been since you've watched the game and you watch games every night, like someone who watched, whether it was a game a week, a game every night, someone who, you know, watches all the games, you know, depending on where you are in between. But now you think about how, You've had every part of this shutdown. But not just having sports shutdown, which is an incredible change. Having sports shutdown, having your business life shut down, and then having your social life shut down. It's remarkable. I think everybody's done really well. I've actually been surprised. I've already said it to my kids. I've been, I've been, I said it to my wife, and I said, I can't believe how good the kids have been. They've really been tremendous. They really have. I mean, they, they haven't been fighting. You, know, you have three kids that are all very close in age. Two of them are twins. 
and one is just right behind them. So I have two in ninth grade and one in eighth grade, two boys and a girl. A lot of times that can be crazy. They, you know, they've been unbelievable. Uh, they really have been remarkably good. I give them a lot of credit. And the people I've passed in the street when we go for walks and stuff, walk around the golf course, everybody's in it. Everybody's, I think everyone realizes that this is not the time not to be considerate, not to be friendly. I mean, this is a time where we, we're good at this. When it really is a real crisis and there really is something radically wrong like now where it is extremely a dangerous, scary time. It does bring out the best in people. It really does. People are clearly more considerate, more helpful, more conscious of more than themselves for the most part. It brings out the best in all of us. Well, most of us, maybe not all of us. But a lot of us. And you see that. I saw uh, uh, the governor today from the Javits Center. They're talking now about actually using aqueduct. Now, Belmont is not enclosed, so they wouldn't use Belmont because they'd actually have to enclose it because it's, a, it, it's made for warm weather, Belmont. It's not enclosed. Belmont is so vast, you could put, you could put more people at Belmont than you could put anywhere in the metropolitan area. You couldn't, put, you couldn't find a place that could hold, house more people than Belmont, except you'd have to close it up. It's, it's open. It's open to the elements. But they're thinking of using aqueduct. You know what's the first thing that went through my head? As a horse owner, I was thinking, are the horses contagious? I mean, can, they, can the horses get this virus? But I guess they can't. I think people said that animals can't, don't get this. I was wondering about the horses. But I think I, I, think I saw somewhere where people said that dogs don't get it. Pets don't get it. So if the governor's thinking of using aqueduct, that makes plenty of sense because you want to talk about a vast building. Now, like I said, it's not as big as Belmont. Belmont is one of, I mean, you can actually put, comfortably put 100,000 people in Belmont. It is cavernous. But like I said, it needs work and it also is an enclosed. It will be much easier to do at the Big A, and I guess they are considering now the Big A for a site, a hospital site, if needed. But the Jav- if you've ever done an event at the Javits Center, and I've, we've done a few in our years there, you know, different, different things there, appearances there, uh, baseball shows there, different things that have gone on there. Um, it is a incredibly big, I mean, it's vast how big the, the Javits Center is. And you saw Cuomo today, you know, thanking the National Guardsmen and the people for what they did there and what, they, and what they've done there and putting that together as quickly as they did. We should have had all these guys involved earlier. They should have been. I mean, I, I, I just think the military could have had a much bigger presence in this thing. But, hey, we just have to be patient. And hope for the best. Every day you get up and you hope that the numbers go down. Right now I see on the screen it's coming across saying 100,000 plus cases, 1,500 plus deaths. 
Those are scary numbers in the United States. Stay safe this weekend. We will see you Sunday morning at 9 o'clock on The Fan and on on CBS Radio uh, Sports. Um, be safe this weekend. Take care of your family and your loved ones. Casamigos Tequila, as always, brings you the program. Brought to you by those who drink it. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you Sunday, 9 a.m. on The Fan and on CBS Radio. So we'll see you then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.